some people are afraid when it comes to version control system. This is a command line tool, so it's scary and it's only for developers. No, that's not true. We can use Git Kraken. It's really easy. We can use Tower and there are probably some other tools. Also, even using uh, GitHub and their web version. This, this is also uh, a really friendly approach. This episode is brought to you by MindSize. Visit MindSize.com for maintenance for WordPress, WooCommerce, and more over at MindSize.com. Hey, you know what's all the rage these days? WooCommerce. You know what's so difficult to maintain as a freelancer and a small agency? WooCommerce. <laughs> Outsource your maintenance to MindSize over at MindSize.com. They're the only service company that I know that's servicing specifically for WooCommerce and supporting you as an e-commerce shop, as a merchant. So you don't have to worry about how the heck to scale WooCommerce, which is also one of the hardest things. Yes, there's a lot of great hosting companies out there, but they're not going to help optimize the code, drill down under the hood and really Really make the right decisions for your WooCommerce site. Check out MindSize.com and check out their WooCommerce service plans so you can get to better wooing. That's uh, probably not a joke we'll use again. Check out MindSize.com. Thanks for supporting the show. Hey, do you like WordPress content in media like this? Do you like WordPress news and getting the hot takes, community journalism, and op-eds from your peers and colleagues in the WordPress space, consider supporting the WP Minute and the Matt Report by buying me a coffee over at buymeacoffee.com slash Report. You can join the membership, which also has a private Discord. You can chat with like-minded individuals and get your hand in the WordPress news every single week in our Discord server. Go to buymeacoffee.com slash Report. That's buymeacoffee.com slash Report. There's no better feeling than when you launch something that just clicks with people. I guess at the end of the day, folks that build businesses or create content are simply seeking acceptance. We want to see our ideas flourish, to be adopted by the masses, and to leave an impact. When Maciej Pomowski launched WP Owls with his wife Agnieszka, it was and still is a publication that served the Polish community. But it clicked. People clicked. Literally. Onto the website and their stories. So the co-founding duo decided it was time to go global. Combined, they published over 200 articles about WordPress and the community on the blog with no signs of stopping. Oh, and if you're wondering how to get a job like WordPress ambassador at BuddyGit, you're going to learn a lot about that today, along with continuous integration and continuous development. If you're a small agency or a freelancer, it's time to start getting serious about how you manage code, and that's what today's lesson is largely about. Okay, on to today's episode. One question I didn't throw at you. How did you become a WordPress ambassador? I see a lot of folks these days on my Twitter stream saying, I would love to just work for a brand and talk about WordPress and talk about their products. Any insights into how to land an awesome job like yours? To be honest, this was a bit of coincidence because um, I was working at WPMU Dev as at their second line uh, of support. So I was mostly a developer. And at some point, Raphael, the CTO of Buddy, just reached out to me and asked, hey, do, would, would you like to become our ambassador? Because on one hand, they learned that WordPress is really getting bigger and bigger. And it, it would be a great idea to have someone promoting their, their tool in, in WordPress space. And on the other hand, we had, uh, we had the chance to meet earlier on because uh, one of the organizers of uh, WordCamp Poland, it would be the last WordCamp Poland, so it was uh, 2019. 
And there were one of the sponsors right then. Uh, so we had the chance to talk, to meet. And I was using Buddy for many, many years. So uh, I was always asking questions, uh, asking for some new features. So so, so they remembered that there, there, that there is uh, one, one magic out there that, and he knows WordPress. And he probably likes our tool because he, he worked at few companies and every time he asked us about something, because every company I switched during for few years, uh, it was one of my first decisions. Maybe let's try to adopt body because it will speed our work. So in the end, I, I have a chance to work here. And this is what I would say this is a, a, a really a dream job. <laughs> yeah, we're both biased because we both work for companies that represent WordPress in some either direct or indirect fashion. Uh, and I have for many years now. But this is a this is a role that I think whether it's an ambassador hat or a title uh, or some other title that, that you might get. I think this is a smart move for a lot of other WordPress companies to really invest in is you need to bridge that gap, as we'll talk about in a moment. You need to be able to bridge that gap between that technology and that sort of average consumer of that technology. Because it can't just be developer speak and it can't just be the marketing speak. Some At some point, these brands need to cross over in the middle and shake hands and agree that somebody can speak both sides of it. Exactly. Uh, and, and, and this is a, just an amazing time in WordPress's space with so much acquisitions and, and, and big money coming into the space and bigger brands adopting WordPress. I think folks like you and I are going to be much more valuable. Maybe we should ask for raises, <laughs> you and I. With, with, with all, all our taxes rising in Poland, this, this, this is for sure what, what I will do in the beginning of yeah. next year. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Okay, so let's talk about CICD. I know the definition. I'll let you define it. And more specifically, why it's important for, let's say, the smaller agency who's starting to grow their business and take on bigger projects. Why should they invest in these areas? Yeah, so CICD, first of all, it has nothing to do with the CD part with compact disc, so don't worry. And I also heard that it sounds a bit like COVID. And that's true. It's, it sounds a bit like this. And uh, I think this is the biggest problem of, of our company, of our world, because this definition is everyone who hears this abbreviation just don't know what are we talking about, because some folks just want to, I think they want to use this word just to uh, feel more important or better or something like this. And to tell it more easy, it's just automation. It's just deployment automation. That's all, because this uh, CI/CD means it's continuous in integration and continuous deployment. So it's everything about testing and deploying in, in, in an automated manner. And, 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 to, and to illustrate, sorry to cut you off, but mm -hmm, to illustrate yeah. like the typical, the typical sort of uh, WordPress boutique agency, myself included. So I started an agency, I started with me and just my dad, and I'm the technical one. My dad's helping to like run the business. We start growing an agency, we start selling more projects. Now I have relinquished my uh, my development skills with air quotes. This is like 20 years ago and hire other developers and designers. Suddenly we have this small team of people and just sharing an, a single FTP account is no longer the answer <laughs> to scaling exactly. in the same way of building websites and more complex websites. As we started taking on bigger projects over time, investing in a tool like this, whether it's BuddyGit or not, is a smart move for anyone who's starting to grow a larger team and get on bigger projects because it's just going to keep everything organized to a degree. Exactly. Okay, I work at Buddy and this is my favorite tool, but it doesn't matter which one we will use because 
the whole CI/CD is not a tool; it's a methodology, or some would call it, it's a philosophy of how we work. It's just about about the fact that we should test everything on one end, and on the other uh, on the other hand, the way how we deploy stuff to the server is in an automated manner. The only thing that can be done manually is just the is just approving the fact should we release this version, but the rest should be uh, automated in some way. And this is something perfect for uh, also for small agencies because everyone also thinks that CICD is just for those enterprise with like zillions of people and uh, stuff like this. And that's not true. CICD will be also perfect for smaller companies because we don't have to invest, for example, in, in, in QA because we can... Uh, write some tests because there are so many methods and so many tools uh, thanks to which we can test our either our code either how our page uh, behaves we can even some part of accessibility testing only 30 or 40 percent if, if i remember but still it's more than, than than a quarter of possibilities and we can test it everything each time we deploy our code and this can make uh, not only our product bad, it can be cheaper because we won't waste so much time uh, doing the boring stuff. Because let's be honest, testing, at least for me, it was... It's one for everybody. Of, Don't worry, you're not alone. <laughs> yeah, it, pro- probably so. It's it's one of the most horrible things I could do. It's boring. It's repetitive. I just hate it. I just hate it. And every time I can create a short script that can do something for me, I'm trying to do this. And uh, this is exactly the same what most big open source projects do. Because could you imagine developing WordPress without having any tests and believing that moving something in one then of WordPress won't break something in the other one? So especially that, yeah. Let me put my business uh, hat back on, my agency hat back on. And I remember back in the day when my developers would bring this to me and they'd say, hey, we have to implement, of course, CICD, this methodology. We have to do testing. We have to do all of this stuff. And the only thing that ran through my head was, oh my God, how much time and money is this going to cost me? And how much is this going to slow down the the timeline to to launch a project or get this iteration out to the customer who only has a certain condensed budget? Is this thing, is this of the mindset of, look, it's going to be a little painful now, but in the future, it'll be much easier. Exactly. That's how I've digested it over the years. Is yes. A lot of pain now, but a lot less stress in the future. Can exactly. You towards that? Yes, this, that, that's it. Because this was a problem I also had at one company I, I work at, that every time with other developers, we try to, hey, maybe let's try and add some tests. We will... Mm, we will benefit from it in, in in the future because right now probably it will take us some time. But there are also like few methods of writing tests because we can either try to have like one hundred percent coverage, which I think doesn't have uh, sense in any situation, or we just could try to focus on those critical parts of our website of our application. So if, if we know that some part of our website is critical. Let's say we know that our contact form is like the most important thing on our site. We should just write a small test using, for example, Cypress 
testing if everything is working after each deployment. We don't have to cover everything. This is the only critical part we will need. Of course, the more tests, the better. And as you said, this is the problem that some agency owners or business department have, that this is uh, one more thing that the developers have to create, so it will take much more time. And that is true. That is that's really true because this will take some extra time. But on the one other the hand, things, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I just want to just ask mm-hmm. to interject in this one question because I'm actually just really curious of it as, as I hear you talk about it and framed in a different way than I've heard over, <laughs> over years. But a business owner, again, says, hey, that, con- that sales lead form, very important to our business. That's where all of our sales contacts come in or our checkout page, very important. Business owner puts his hat on and says, hey, isn't this why we're here in WordPress? We have Gravity Forms. We have WooCommerce. Aren't these well-developed plugins? Isn't this code tested before it's shipped? How does something like this solve against that when we might be saying, boy, we just paid 200 bucks for a Gravity Forms license. What do we need to test this for? Because there are there are a few reasons. First of all, um, Gravity Forms developers are humans and they also sometimes make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. This developer That's my Ed, middle name. Yeah, Mist- this guy at GitLab once just like destroyed their whole database and then they learned that they don't have backups. So yes, everyone makes <laughs> Facebook mistakes. was down for six hours the other day. Yeah. And to be honest, after like removing the whole database, being down only for six hours, great, really, they they, they did a tremendous job with, with restoring everything and, and stuff. But yes, they are humans. Second of all, our website runs on a server which can also break. There are so many moving parts. Also, there are other plugins that can conflict with our plugin. So it's always better just to add this one extra test for our critical parts. Because, okay, the deployment will take like, let's say, five minutes longer. But I think it's much better rather than losing like $200. Just like that before right. releasing the, the the hotfix so so yeah this is this is something that okay it it will take some time but in the end especially when we wa- when we plan to have uh, a longer collaboration with our with this client uh, this will be something that all those tests w- will really f- uh, help us in, in in many things for example if at some point we will want to like r- refactor some parts of the code then refactoring without having tests is maybe not impossible, but but this is a very dangerous task because then we won't know anything about those loose ends. And so, yeah, this, this, these are the situations when, when, when tests are something really, really... Before we get to talking about you co-founding WPLs, a couple other questions here on the CI, CD stuff. Um, is there a particular... So in podcasting, right? So I, I help people at my day job at castos.com, getting them set up with podcasting. And it's not just, hey, here's how you use Castos. They come to me and they say, oh my God, how do I start? How do I get a podcast off the ground? How do I create content? How do I interview people? There's all of these other questions that come into creating an account at Castos that we have to support. Things like testing and training and education and stuff like that. How do you all solve that at your day job? How do you help people sort of on, on board to this new methodology if it's new to them and make them successful so that they're not missing the things that really make it a valuable 
uh, a valuable solution? There are there are a few things that that we can do. First of all, foundation of using uh, CI/CD is using any version control system. So this is the first thing we have to educate people on is using Git, just like this. If someone uh, isn't using any version control system, then this is something uh, that this person has to, has to learn. That's why we, for example, had this webinar together with Git Kraken because they have a really great tool for, for Git. And uh, yeah, because this is also a thing that some people are afraid when it comes to version control system. This is a command line tool, so it's scary and it's only for developers. No, that's not true. We can use Git Kraken. It's really easy. We can use Tower and there are probably some other tools. Also, even using uh, GitHub and their web version. This this is also uh, a really friendly approach. I saw many people who wrote books using uh, Git, using Markdown and using uh, pull requests. For, for comments from, from other. And this is a, a really interesting method to, to do this. And it's, it's, it's really possible. And like I said, this is the foundation of CI CD. Without it, we, we just won't know what changed. And thanks to a version control system, we can, we, we can see those things. On the other hand, because let's be honest, CI CD is kind of boring. Like the, because CI CD just connects the cool parts. Because uh, we have this like cool server, we have this uh, our cool website, and deploying one from the other like this is the boring part. So, so I also try, especially on my Twitter, sometimes to show some cool ways uh, what we can do with CI/CD. For example, I think that the last week I, I posted how to how to connect uh, our pipeline. So every time that our deployment is successful, it will launch Eye of the Tiger on my, on Spotify on my mobile. And it works. Yes, yeah, it's, yeah. it's useless in, in a way, yeah. but it works. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't want that going off so in like a board f- meeting and uh, we launched a new website and like Eye of the Tiger comes on. <laughs> like, who hired this yeah. guy? <laughs> and I say, okay, this is this is a really great sign. It's working. Yeah. It's working. <laughs> so it's, it's it's really terrific. And I also discussed with with, with one of our uh, of our writers at Buddy. He created an action to start a game server. I just don't remember in in which game. Just by like in the press of a button and just like that, it just automated everything, created some bot that launched everything on Amazon and it was working. So yes, it's, it's not only about uh, moving files from one place to another. We can just do so many interesting things. It's just up to us. And because there are so many tools that have now some open APIs, uh, CLIs or, or anything. So it's so easy to connect everything with everything. So, so it's really great. I could even, like I said, I, now I have this Eye of the Tiger, but I could, for example, using IFTT, connect um, our pop pipeline with like changing color of, of lights at my house, because why not? Yeah. Again, yeah, useless, I mean, it's- but I can. <laughs> Yeah, though I mean the world of 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 course open APIs automation all of this stuff uh is fantastic. It's fantastic because it allows you to have like this creative sense to unlock things that even the the companies who are creating don't even haven't even realized yet, right? Like exactly. you're able That's to true. do things like notify your team about deployments that happen in different channels and different methodologies. Yeah, it's it's fantastic when you start to unlock all of this stuff. 
that creative mindset that you have, that interest to explore and to develop and investigate, I'm sure is what led you to releasing WP Owls, right? Like you've loved WordPress. You wanted to explore more of it, I assume. I don't want to put words in your mouth and I'll let you explain it. But, you know, here you are, I think 50, at least at the time of this recording, 55 issues published on WPOwls.co. Walk me down that path. When did this start and who did you start it with and why are you still doing it? So, yeah, this is, this is, this is a funny story because the Polish version has more than 150 issues already. So it's much older. And it started with, with the fact that I didn't listen to my wife carefully. Because at some point uh, she asked me, hey, maybe we would run uh, a WordPress newsletter or something like this on uh, use, using Facebook, just, just for our Polish community. And I wasn't listening. I just said, yeah, 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 great idea. Yeah, great. Let's do it. And uh, yeah, and now we are those more than 100 episodes of, of the Polish issues of the Polish version, more than 50 of the English one. So yes, yes, we are, we are still doing it. And when we started, especially because the Polish community, even if it's quite big, we all knew each other. So it was uh, rather simple when we just posted that, hey, we are starting uh, the Polish version of WP Owls. And many people are, like at start, started to following us. And at some point we realized that Facebook uh, wasn't the perfect choice. So we created our own website. And when we have hit the 100th episode, we decided, okay, it's time to go global. It's time to go global. Let's, let's launch the, the WP Owls English version. And we thought that, uh, okay, we will have a bigger community. So it will be much, much easier to promote because we saw how it worked in, with, with our Polish community. And we were a bit mistaken with some of the assumptions because, for example, the most important marketing channel when it comes to the Polish version is, is Facebook. Still, it's Facebook. And for the English version, Facebook just doesn't work. I could almost remove it. And I think that no one would even, even care about it. Twitter uh, is the most popular medium here. Uh, which is great because uh, I learned that I really love Twitter, opposed to to Facebook, which I which, which I really hate with all my heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you think it's do you think the the Facebook for the Polish version is more successful because it's just where you started, or are Polish people more, especially in the WordPress space? more tied to Facebook as a communication. Yes, I think that because in, in Poland, it looks like the Twitter is mostly, mostly used either by politics or by uh, journalists. So everyone with, with, is arguing with everyone and that's all when it comes to using our Polish Twitter. So yes, I, I really fully understand why uh, people don't want to to use it and they like especially facebook groups because those are closed communities but with when it comes to the uh, the english version the whole wordpress twitter community is is very open is it's really great and uh, i i really love it i really love it i really like uh, hanging out there so just 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 like this and uh I think that uh, I, I'm not sure when when will 
it will be published, but tomorrow, so it will be 19th, it will be the first whole year of WP Owls. We will be celebrating our first, our first birthday. And, and I must say it, that going global was, was, was a great decision. It was a great decision. Okay. It, it, it is some, ex, it, it needs some extra work. Because every time we have to translate everything to English, because still thinking in our native language is much easier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But but like I said, it, it it was worth it. We could launch our our guest editors, so let's call it program, and which and this is really the part of which I am so proud. This is working so great, and and yeah, we are we, we are hoping that it it will it will only get better. <laughs> Oh, congratulations on a year. I just celebrated nine years a couple days ago for, for this particular show. Once you pass a year, there's no turning back, they say. <laughs> you, should, you, you cannot stop at this point. Yeah, that's how, true. How did, that's true because uh, we, we already see how much work we have put into something and it would be a shame just to stop at that point. <laughs> did How did the goals change at all? Like, What was the original goal for the Polish? Was it for you to just maybe get exposure to lead into maybe hiring you or something like that? And, and how did the goals change, if at all, shifting to a global presence? We have only one goal, and it was more of a contribution towards WordPress. That's all. We fought for a short while about monetizing it, but we... S- but we decided that uh, we don't want it. We don't want it. We we want uh, WP Owls and the Polish version to be our hobby rather than our our jobby, how how it's nicely called. And this was the only thing that we want to achieve. We wanted to give back something fr- from us. And we know how many things are happening in the in the WordPress space. So putting everything in one place, I think it's a it's it's a nice contribution that 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 we are doing with the English version. The only thing that we that we wanted is just to just to continue doing this contribution, but in the in in, in the larger scale. And even if we did not thought and we are we, we don't want to monetize it, I I would lie if I would said that. It didn't help me with my with my job because it's so much easier to connect with people. Because if I would be just Maciek Palmowski from uh, from Buddy, less people would know me. And when I'm contacting them, like, hi, I'm Maciek Palmowski. I work at at Buddy, but you also may know me from WP Owls, and many people already know me. So it's 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 so easier. Uh, to connect with, if, if if you saw our guest editors list, like there are so I, I would call them WordPress rock stars. We had we had Yoast, we had Mariek, we had so many interesting interesting people from from the WordPress world. And without WP Owls, I don't think I would even had had the courage to talk with 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 some of them because why? Because I am. I, I am I'm just I would be just a WordPress ambassador. And this makes me and this makes it a bit easier. But I still remember the the, the moment sure. when I wrote wrote an email asking Mariak from from Yoast to be our guest editor. For sure it was I had a small sleep deprivation because I would never do it being like because this is Mariak yeah. from Yoast. This is yes, and I am here and she's Right, right. And so I the was interesting so thing and surprise in the morning. <laughs> yeah. The, the the interesting thing, and I was sort of alluding to this earlier about 
how this is an interesting time for like content creators, especially in especially in the WordPress play, space, in any space, in every space, I should say. It's just very apparent in WordPress because content creators can get jobs for brands to, again, bridge those gaps between marketing and product, or especially marketing and technical. The other interesting thing, I think, which is going to carry through forever at this point, I think, is folks like you and I and, and some folks listening who are content creators, who have a body of work that is valuable, but more importantly, an employee, somebody who hires you to work for them, sees that as valuable and allows you to continue to do it. Let me frame this uh, from some experiences that I had. When I got out of the day job of running my agency and looked for a full-time job back when I was having kids five, five or so years ago at this point, that body of work, like you were saying, allowed me to talk to other companies to get jobs. And I'd say 80% of them back then were, were like, yeah, this is awesome. Like, Continue to do the Matt Report. You can work for us and keep doing it because it's a benefit to us, really, at, at the end of the day. And I get to retain that ownership. And it's not looked at like, oh, you're doing like a side hustle while you're working for us? Like, no, that's not going to fly. And I did have some of those conversations with very notable WordPress companies, I should say, which I won't say on air. But a few of them were like, no, no, you'd, if you work for us, you'd have to stop doing the Matt Report. And I was like, oh, okay, this, this conversation's done pretty quick because that's not, just not going to happen. But I'm, what I'm getting at is I think content creators have this advantage from here on out. Like you can continue to create content have it as a valuable asset to yourself, to the company you're working for. And if both parties can agree that this is a, an okay relationship, uh, I think the future is pretty bright for content creators to continue to love, like do this hobby thing, like as you put it, and work for a company, but find mutual mutual benefit. That was a long way of getting to that. It's no real question, but do you have any thoughts around the future of like content creators and how you can leverage that as a, at a day job? Yeah, I think that, that, that you're absolutely right with this because I think that many, because when, when I started my my job in with, with WordPress, I remember that every time when we were creating sites, they, there were like three types of, of, let's call it workers. We had graphic designers, we had developers, and we had the marketing team. And there were, there were so many gaps between all of those teams. And now when I, uh, when, when I look at, uh, at some work titles of different people, I see that there are more and more jobs that are connecting those gaps. We have the, all those de developer relations jobs, all those am ambassadors, uh, advocates, and so on. I would still like to be called, I don't know, a WordPress unicorn or something. Because why our, not? our pay rate keeps going up. Every time, the longer this conversation goes on, you and I are going to be getting paid a lot more money. Yeah, so... but. But, but this is something like this, that I think that many companies started to realize that it's not so easy, that that the job we are doing became more and more complicated in so many on so many levels, not only when it comes to the technical stuff, but here, here also we have all those headless, non-headless, so many approaches of doing our, our WordPress, right? But on the other hand, there are so many approaches when it comes to communication, to writing content. And so for sure, there will be more and more jobs that will be doing, that, that will specialize in one small thing. And it will benefit for, for everyone. Because really having specialists on things that may sound stupid for someone 
it, it, it's sometimes maybe a, a big win. I don't remember who, but someone in, in, in our WordPress space is, is, is promoting himself as an expert about, about pages. And, and this is a, a great approach because the about page is something really useful. And it it can, it it can build the relation between the reader of the website and to 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 become a a future client or something like this. So so yeah, and maybe a few years ago, hiring someone who calls himself an about page specialist may sound let's call it weird, but now why not? Right. It it may have sense. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, I want to turn our sights on talking about creating content in the WordPress space, maybe WordPress journalism, news, podcasting, and all of, all of this fun stuff. You say that you you want to keep it as a, a hobby. You don't want to turn it into a jobby, which I, I'd imagine as soon as you first as soon as you take your first payment and let's say an advertiser, suddenly now you're sort of thrust into this area of like, okay, now I have to turn this into a business. I know this really well because I take <laughs> sponsorship money. There is a need, I think. And again, there's not going to be a direct question here. I'm just going to frame it and then happy to get your thoughts. I think there is a need for, for like great, for great WordPress content, not just tutorials, not just interviews, but content led with opinion, journalism, research, et cetera, et cetera, put out there into the world because there are sponsors out there. There are businesses out there that would like to support it. There's also businesses and brands out there that want to get their product or service out in front of other uh, readers, listeners, v- uh, viewers, if you're doing stuff on YouTube, there's plenty of, uh, of market share out there. But I don't think our particular space has matured enough yet. And I mean that for both parties. Mm-hmm. On one hand, I think the product owners that are out there are simply just looking for, for numbers, right? They want They want clicks, they want page views, they want downloads, they want views, they want all of this stuff, rightfully so. And there's less concern of great quality content. And then there's the other side of the product owner who's like, hey, I got this great product. How do I get it out there? I I want the world to know about it, but the tavern's not talking about it. I guess my work here is done. (laughs) Like they just give (laughs) up, right? And there's no formal outreach. There's no real true effort to reach out to folks like you and I to to really do that. And if it is, it's just like this, please talk about my product so you can promote me thing, which also sucks, right? <laughs> and then we flip that sphere around to the content creators like you and I, where, ah, yeah, some of us, we, we get burned out from doing these projects, whatever. It's, it's just not enough people paying attention to it. There's not enough money in it. The WordPress world is largely out of our control to, to a degree. So there's things moving that we just can't control can't use the word WordPress or woo in, in any of our commercial endeavors. There's stuff like that. Fairly chaotic world. How do you see bridging the gap between product companies that want to support great and unique content that want to get their product out there and the content creators like you and I and others that are listening to this to like keep things going and, and get valued at a particular level that they should be valued at? Uh, big huge topic i just threw at you but your thoughts on any of that stuff yeah that's that's right it's it's huge maybe i i will start with with a little background because for for a few years i had the chance to work at one of the biggest polish technical portals and 
there were there were a lot of advertisement there and i had the chance to contact with so many me- media agencies advisors and so on and this was the point when i realized i really hate advertisement in like any way and when i'm still thinking when it comes to wp owls how to get some money but not for me because i'm I, i'm earning enough at, at, at my day job but to get some money just that i can found something something else for, for for example i could pay money for for writers and i'm still trying to find the way how to how to make an advertisement that won't look like it's it's an ad it's it's, it's it's something really difficult. It's it's something really difficult because, like I said, I hate banners. I hate I hate sponsored text because, in many cases, you can feel that someone paid for it, and it's 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 not real. It's not real. It's 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 just fake. So yes, this. But, but don't you think in the WordPress really world? To, don't you think specifically in the WordPress world we have an advantage as creators? to either write or say ads that we really care about. Like if you're using your particular buddy Git uh, software or let's say Gravity Forms sponsor the show, like I could really talk well about Gravity Forms because I know them. Don't you think we're in a particular advantage to, to make yes, advertising that, better? Yes, that, that is true. That There are many products that, that I could advertise with, with like Clean Heart or anything. I would... I won't have to worry about that I am, let's say, lying to, to the people. Because, yes, I could say those words. But this is this is one, one, one problem about me, because I always were a minimalist developer. I used as few plugins as possible. So I could say great words about advanced custom fields. I could say great words about body, about timber, but it's an open source project that uh, wouldn't advertise in any way. And maybe about Yoast, because I always use them too. So there are not many products that, uh, that I could advertise in, in a way. And on the other hand, I know that there are so many services that, that are probably great, that are, that are really fair towards the users. Mm. And if I could find a way to, to figure out how to create those advertisements in a way that that, that will look more real, more fair uh, to to to, uh, to my uh, to, to my readers, and it, it it will be a great moment for me when I when I when I figure it out. I'm I'm still trying to 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 find a way how to because like I said, for for me it would be great that I could sponsor some other people to 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 write some great text to to develop their plugins, stuff like this. Because there well, are so, so many. So it sounds like advertisement there. and sponsorship is is still on the table. Like you're still exploring it. It might be something that yes, you do with that. It is, but yes, it, it it is. It's but like I said, it's it's not for me. I I would just like want to have the possibility to to pass the money to to, to people that uh, that need it more. Because like I said, I'm I'm really happy with with how many. Uh, money i earn each month still if they want to tell to give me a raise i'm still open so <laughs> <laughs> they definitely will after this call Machek, thanks for hanging out today and talking about all of this wonderful stuff listen if you're a small agency boutique agency you have a few developers on your team you're starting to take on bigger projects you're starting to punch above your weight and sign those 20 30 40 50 dollars deals 
It's time to get serious. Find Machek. Well, Machek, you tell us, where can they find you to connect on the CICD software that we talked about? And then where can we find you if we want to write a post on WPLs? I think still the best way would be to connect uh, with me through for Twitter, you can find me. My, my nickname is Palmiak FP. Uh, I, I hope that maybe you will you will provide this my, link to my Twitter account in a in a written way. And uh, I think this is this this is the best way to to connect with me because it's it's universal for all my worlds. <laughs> Fantastic stuff! Everyone else listening to this, matreport.com, matreport.com slash subscribe if you want your weekly news delivered to you in five minutes or less. The WPMinute.com sponsor us over there at buymeacoffee.com slash Matterport. Join our private Discord. Join the conversation. Get your hand in the weekly WordPress news. See you in the next episode.